Yo, yo, what's going on, Train Hard Live Strong family? This is your host, Coach Matt, and I'm bringing to you all another amazing episode with an outstanding guest speaker. Whenever I first began my fitness journey as a young kid, you know, going to the gym and doing things that I had no idea what I was doing, um, one thing that I always, you know, was something that was a part of my life throughout my fitness journey has been supplements. I've I'd been taking supplements since I was, you know, when I very first started, but the thing that I wish I would have done more of was research. I wish I would have done more research on the ingredients of the supplements inside of each, you know, product that we take, you know, pre-workout. What is it? What is the beta? What is the caffeine? What does it do to your body? You know, how, how does this, your body react? Why is it pre-workout? Protein. What is protein? Like, how is it? What's the best time to take it? Creatine, BCAAs. What are these things, you know? I should have done more research, but instead I just followed the label and the person that was on there because that's how I wanted to look. And that's and then they are doing an amazing job, okay? Branding and all that stuff. Obviously, I was hooked. I saw it. Boom, I bought it. But today on the show, we have someone who has his own supplement line, Fit Strong Subs. If you want to go ahead and check out their supplements, all you got to do is go to fitstrongsubs.com and you will see a, a, a good, great variety of tons of stuff, pre-workouts, vitamins, sleep stuff, tons of fat burners. You know, you got proteins. You got all the amazing stuff in there to help you get into the best shape, great physique um, uh, of your life. You know, you have good things. And the, the cool thing about it that he's going to explain more of in this episode is just how how straightforward these supplements are. You're getting what you are seeing. There's nothing else behind there's nothing else being thrown at you that you don't know of what you're putting inside your body should be cherished it should be good you know because you you want greatness to come out so you should be putting greatness in right and that's exactly what fit strong subs does okay so again go check out uh, fitstrongsupplements.com you can see all their supplements there and we are about to dive in this episode and just see how the ceo of fit strong supplements made fit strong subs and his his entire journey with inside what he's doing as well within fitness and health so here we go ladies and gentlemen let's dive in hey everyone coach matt here and you're listening to the train hard live strong podcast where we bring on the top fitness pros top fitness influencers motivational speakers and people who have gone through dramatic transformations and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself if you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardliftstrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. This is your host, Coach Matt, and today we have an amazing guest speaker on the show. Truly so passionate and and driven with everything that he's accomplished so far. Amazing history in the fitness and health space. Currently the founder and owner of Fit Strong Supplements, also a athlete, celebrity, and model manager. Our amazing guest speaker for today, Joseph Fazio. Hey, what's up, Joseph? Hey, what's going on, brother? Thank you for having me. <laughs> absolutely, man. Absolutely, dude. So right now, I know we were talking before, but uh, right now, where are you at right now? Uh, right now, I'm at my home in Jacksonville, North Carolina. 
Dude. Not many people know Jacksonville as a city itself, but we are the largest uh, Marine Corps base on the East Coast, second largest in the world. And uh, there's a lot of a lot of really cool military type stuff going on here. So anybody that is in the military community probably has heard of Camp Lejeune. Oh yeah, of, uh, Marsoc, Marine yeah. Corps Special Operations Command. So this is where I grew up. I get asked a lot, why, why do you live in Jackson? You know, of all places, right? <laughs> right. I have homes and offices in other states. I'm in Miami. I'm in Scottsdale. I'm in New York. I'm in Cali. But I still have a house here, and this has been my home since I was eight years old. So. Dang, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, I live in the same neighborhood I grew up in as a kid. I built dude. a house in the back of my neighborhood. No my way. Sister, my mom lives like across the street. Dude, that's crazy. That's yeah. see to to me, that's like so mind blowing because like that's who you grew up there. Like that was you like years ago. And like now here you are in the future with all this success and stuff, and and like and you're still in that same area, which is I think that's so cool. Yeah, this is this is my backyard. Like I grew up playing yeah. kickball in these same streets. My parents uh, <laughs> actually lived here when I was one, uh, not even one. When I was an infant, my parents were here in Jacksonville, North Carolina, less than a mile from where I live now. So Dude. I've really been here my whole life, but we moved around. My dad was a Marine, mm -hmm. lived in Hawaii, Virginia, and then came back here at eight and never left. So Ooh. the house my mom lives in now, she's been in since 1989. She's still there. Dang, yeah, that's history. Years in that same house, and and I live across the street now. So, <laughs> you know, millions and millions of dollars later, and I still live in the same small neighborhood. My house doesn't even belong in this neighborhood, but <laughs> it's like my hood, right? Like this, is where I'm, you know, I think I'm yeah. in this neighborhood like as long or longer than everyone else in the neighborhood <laughs> at this point, you know. That's so cool, man. That's so cool. All right, dude. So, uh, you know, a, a lot of people might have, you know, known what fish wrong supplements are and maybe know who you are, but for everyone, uh, who doesn't know who you are, our current listeners, our future listeners, um, and they want to get to, you know, know a little bit more about you real quick, man. Can you give like a nice little, uh, background story on, on just who Joseph is? Okay. Um, man, it would probably take me a long time to <laughs> highlight all, all the stuff that I've done. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, since the segue for, for this particular podcast is more uh, related to the management and the fitness side, I'll just focus on that. Uh, 20 years ago, when, when I was a teenager, me and some friends started a record label right here in Jacksonville, North Carolina. And um, over the past 20 years, 21 years, I have stayed in the entertainment space, stayed in the music space. Our recording studio is still in North Carolina, but it's now in Charlotte and it's much bigger. We've Ooh, worked nice. with tons of people. So that's still active. Um, I've worked with a ton of musicians in a lot of different genres of music, been responsible for a lot of record deals. I worked with all the major labels and I was the lead investor, angel investor, co-founder of a very large music app called Tully who my partners are uh, Drew and Joyner Lucas, who's you know uh, doing very well right now in the music space. Um, so been in the music space. As it pertains to fitness, I co-owned the largest outsourced personal training company in the country until 2016. Mm -hmm. And in 2014, because of that venture, I created FitStrong Supplements. Boom. which was intended 
to be a supplement company for trainers. Right. It's more B2B, right? The trainers are the B. We have thousands of trainers all over the country. We want to make sure they have a quality product they can stand behind and not have to worry about, you know, the corners being cut right. or uh, the product quality not being there. So we created it just for the trainers. And what ended up happening, um, because of the way social media went and marketing changed in that landscape, I think we all had to adapt to the social media marketing model, the e-commerce model, and celebrity trainers became a real thing. People got known for being personal trainers online. Uh, IFBB pros all became trainers. Everybody had a book, everybody. So then we all had to create affiliate programs and ambassador programs, and we all had to adjust. And um, so when I sold the training company in 2016, which was predominantly because of online, Mm -hmm. everybody became a trainer. And so I saw that the personal training space as a whole was probably going to go into a decline. I started focusing on, well, how do I disrupt this space? How do I become innovative uh, and not just be one uh, supplement company for trainers, but two, how do I not get stuck in that box of being an online brand? Because I knew there's going to be thousands of online companies pop up. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to start making their own supplement line. And it did. It Dude, everybody. Yeah, I saw it. You know, years, years before it happened, I was like, this is going to happen. Yep. So then I created a nutrition store model. I turned FitStrong into not just a brand for trainers, mm-hmm. a brand that sold online, but now where's the brick and mortar component? You know, I got to hit it from all angles if I want to yeah. survive. So I created a franchise, Fit Strong Nutrition. And okay. within this nutrition box, I created a model, much like a Starbucks, that has multiple benefits and amenities for the consumer within a space, but it's meant to attach to a gym utilizing the gym as the funnel to help the gym stay viable, but also create guaranteed customer base for the nutrition store. But now FitStrong has our own proprietary line of smoothies, which are incredible. I mean, we've got vegan smoothies, keto smoothies, every kind of base you can think of. Yeah. Almond milk, we stay with the trends, whatever, yeah. for every consumer. Um, we had an analyst come in and analyze our smoothie bar and we have 48,000 possible combinations of smoothies. Dude, that's a lot. Yeah. So, and we've got a membership award program. We've got, you know, of course, our house line of supplements is FitStrong Supplements. Uh-huh. Of course, uh, FitStrong, my partner, I have one partner, and he's a gastroenterologist, Dr. Yatin Patel. He's based out of uh, Chandler, Arizona. He's top 1% gastroenterologists in the country. You know, this is a guy graduated top of his class at Berkeley, worked at, uh, you know, some of the best clinics around the country um, before becoming, you know, an owner of his own practice, major practice in Arizona. And this guy's like nationally renowned and accredited. And he's the chief medical officer of FitStrong. So though there are a ton of supplement companies out there, I challenge anybody listening, how many of you guys have a top 1% gastroenterologist on your board? You know, these guys are like, you know, gym guys that create supplement companies, but we use real science, you know, um, quality ingredients. And so we have FitStrong as a house brand, but I do work with a lot of other supplement companies. Mm -hmm. 
and I work with them direct. So when you come into a Fit Strong Nutrition store, the mindset was, I don't want to force everybody to just purchase my products. The branding won't appeal to everybody. Maybe people have brands they're comfortable with. So I do work with other brands, but I try to be very ethical about which brands I carry. I don't want to just make money. I want to make sure anything sold in my store is something I stand behind. So nice. I like to, get to know the CEOs. I like to get to know their product line, their P mix. I want to know what their goal, their agenda, you know, why did you get into the supplement space? Mm-hmm. Really try and support others in my industry um, while also trying to maintain the integrity of the mm-hmm. products that we sell. Yeah. So, so here we are 2020 and FitStrong has grown exponentially. You know, some of our athletes are on, are on top television shows. You know, I got Jeremiah <laughs> and Gus from MTV Floor Bama Shore. Hell yeah, shout out. <laughs> um, we're going into season four now. I manage them both personally as well. So we're going into season four and uh, FitStrong is getting placement on the show. I've sponsored a NASCAR with Premium Motorsports. I just had and have currently Kevin Harrington uh, did an infomercial for us on our Focus product, which is a nootropic, which I think is extremely important and will be more and more viable as, as we continue going down that path. Um, oh, yeah. Everybody working from home, mental clarity is becoming more and more important. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, got the infomercials, got the brick and mortar stores, got the NASCAR sponsorship, got the TV sponsorships. I got pro athletes. I have I mean, we're now we're at a, at a much different place than we were just a couple of years ago where we were a supplement company for personal trainers. <laughs> Dude, that's, place, you yeah, know? man, that's crazy. It's crazy to watch a business grow. And it's so it's nuts, like, especially seeing like the behind the scenes or like the struggle through building something like this. And cause I feel like a lot of people sometimes too, they look at this um, successful like supplement business and, and that's awesome. It gives people hope, you know, it's like, Hey, I can do that too. But then they dive into it and it's like, it's rough, you know, it's rough to grow any sort of brand. So that's crazy, man. Like going through all that. We spent, you know, we spent 50 grand just on R and D. My initial product order, you know, it was a million dollars worth of retail product. So I'm not trying to talk anyone out of doing it. I don't want to stop anyone from pursuing their dreams. Um, What I will say is come prepared, do your homework. Mm -hmm. I identify the the competitors in the space, the opportunity for entry, barrier to entry. Um, And then just really be prepared to give it your all. You got to be able to go in and give it a hundred percent. This isn't a hobby. Um, you know, this is something that myself and my team have dedicated just countless hours of time and energy to. And this is truly a passion. This is not how I make a living. FitStrong is not the source of income that I rely on to pay my bills or secure my family's future. I did this because I wanted to, because I believed in it. I saw that there were a lot of products in the market that were not being made ethically. There were a lot of lawsuits happening because people were mislabeling their bottles, claiming that things were in product that weren't there. The supplement industry is not regulated by the FDA. Um, Even products sold at Walmart. There've been big scandals, you know? Um, So it's like, when you're when you're in that space and you truly care about your consumers then it became one of those with great power comes great responsibility right Mm -hmm. i'm like we're training tens of thousands of people across the country and our own trainers 
can't trust that their recommendation on a product is going to be right because nobody's monitoring what's in those bottles. And unfortunately, you've got companies, and I can't name names, right. but you've got companies that are major, major companies that are misrepresenting what's in their products. And I wasn't going to put my company's reputation or my client's health on the line. So I was like, I'm just going to do it myself. So that's really where it came from. It really yeah. came from a place of, you know, morality and integrity and just truly caring. We're like, it's not even about the money. I don't have to be the most expensive product. Right. I don't have to make a ton of money. If I do, that's great. But I just need a product I can rely on, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, With dude, absolutely. Myself and Dr. Patel's vision for Fitstrong was just uh, more of a lifestyle, more of like a, we just want to give you quality stuff you can rely on and just go crush your goals kind of dude. thing. And now That's it's nuts. something else, but yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. And it's crazy. I'm glad you said all that, dude. I'm glad you said all that because I was, I was that dumb teen, man. Like I would go to, to GNC, bro, and I would go in there and I would see these labels, dude. Like, oh, put on, you know, eight pounds in, in eight yeah. weeks. And I was like, dude, yes, that's what I'm trying to do. Because I was a skinny kid. You know, I felt like just a weak dude getting pushed around all the time. So I was tired of that. And, and I wanted to put on mass, dude. So I was lifting the weights. My diet was horrible. But I relied on supplements. And I relied on those labels. So I think that's crazy that you just said And the that. branding and the marketing. These right. big companies that have major distribution. You know, I pride myself on not being in Walmart. Mm-hmm. The distribution <laughs> route is not something I went after. I'm not going to cut enough corners for me to be able to afford to get into those type of partnerships because you've got to whittle your product down to nothing. The margins are just gone. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of companies find themselves in very compromised positions where it's like, we have to provide subpar products in order to get the placement. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't willing to do it. And so what a lot of companies end up relying on is really strategic, uh, and appealing marketing rather than putting those same dollars into the product quality. And so that's what you have. You've got a bunch of companies that hire ambassadors, athletes, actors, models to endorse their product. So people buy the product because of that endorsement. Mm -hmm. Very true. They're not getting the best product. So, you know, and that's what people buy. They, you know, you see an ad for whatever, a fat burner that you think is just because you're taking that pill, fat's just going to melt off. <laughs> and it's, and it's miseducation. Yep. It's miseducation. You walk into, you mentioned GNC, so we'll use GNC as an example. I'm not mm-hmm. targeting GNC, right. but, but let's say you walk into a GNC and a lot of these stores will have an untrained staff member there greeting customers and they're sales driven mm-hmm. goal driven my employees at fitstrong nutrition don't work on commission they don't make any more to sell you a fitstrong bottle versus another company's product right no difference they're going to sell you what they truly believe in based on what you tell them your goals are mm-hmm. and that's it and i think that's what the entire industry should be based on science yes. truly caring about another person's goals Um, so, you know, that's kind of the differentiator. We don't have, you know, high school kids working there that aren't certified, have never taken a nutrition course, don't truly apply those same principles to their own life. We just don't have it. Right. We're going to make sure that everybody on FitStrong is trained, truly educated, truly informed. That's the difference. And this isn't just some sales pitch for FitStrong. Right. It's truth. 
if anybody buys my products, doesn't buy my products, I just want everyone to understand why I created it and just my mentality about business and people in general. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I want everybody to take that approach, you know? Yes, your absolutely. Yeah, dude. Yes, always, always and forever do research, dude, especially when it's something you're putting inside your body. And it's so cool why you uh, explained every, everything that you just said, because especially as the, uh, the founder of, you know, Fish Strong Supplements, um, hearing it from you, someone that has their own supplement line that's been, you know, it's been great, successful, um, and people listening, hearing from you, the person who is behind it all, saying that it's important to create these products for not just obviously results or this and that or to look like the person that you see at these competitions or the magazine or Instagram but because you want to take it so that you can achieve the goals in a healthy manner brother I'm going to give you a perfect example um I have a pre-workout called geek sauce yep. okay and geek sauce only has 175 milligrams of caffeine <laughs> and when you look at some of the reviews, now my house pre has a, has 275 milligrams of caffeine. It's a hundred milligrams more. Mm -hmm. There's products out there, believe it or not, that have 400 milligrams, Dude. Oh my 600 God. milligrams. I've yes. seen insane. Um, I'm not trying to shoot my own product down here, mm -hmm. but to be completely honest, you wouldn't take any caffeine pre-workout if you were really going to do it right. Now, I do have caffeine in there, the 175 milligrams in our geek sauce. I feel that it's a nice blend and, and people yeah. can, they can tolerate that, they can handle that. But caffeine is a restrictor and pre-workout, you actually want the most blood available to go into the muscle site. So, you know, we get ripped online sometimes. Some of our reviews are like, this is underdosed. Yeah, but it's it's fully dosed in everything. Else. We've got Hupperzine, we got an amazing nootropic, you know, blend in there, and the product is absolutely incredible. And I think you know, it's got all the B vitamins. It's got everything you truly need for a pre workout, but it doesn't have the vasodilation because I have a pump product specifically for that. There yeah. is some, but there's half dose of a vasodilation mm -hmm. because I want you to be able to take specifically a pump product if you want mm -hmm. without overdosing double dosing it was dosed intended to work with my pump product you've got all these pre-workouts that have a ton of caffeine dude and the opposite of what you actually want pre-workout mm -hmm. but people just read labels and they just oh well you know my other pre-workout has 400 milligrams of caffeine this is underdosed that's that's actually the opposite of what you want to do pre-workout right 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 um, so anyways, the point is we just need more science in the industry. Mm -hmm. We need more athletes being vocal about what really works and what doesn't. Dude. These supplement companies have mass marketed their products mm -hmm. um, specifically online to people and people are getting caught up in the, in the branding of it all rather than the science of it all. And so I just, I caution people, you know, to not follow trends. Yes. whether you yes. buy my products or some other company's products um don't follow the trends right do some homework and buy yes. what you what you realize actually works rather than what you've been told works yes dude absolutely and it's it's just like we said earlier too it's like you're putting this stuff inside your body like and once you do it over and over and over again for months to years at a time like you could have either done it correctly or have done it wrong and and completely damaged your, your body or just wasting your time taking this uh some sort of product that 
you think it's going to work because the label says so, but the science behind it doesn't match what you truly want with your goals and stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful stuff, dude. So now that we know, you know, the whole background base, not the whole entire, you know, bit by piece in depth, but we know a good broad um, view of what Fit Strong is and, um, and everything you put into it. Let's, I want to know, and I'm pretty sure everybody else wants to know the Joseph before fitness, man, like what got you into lifting weights? How was that journey as a young kid growing up? Um, and especially with a, a father that was in the military too, but, um, you know, you in the fitness space trying to get yoked and, you know, growing up and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I'm only, I'm, I'm short, I'm a little bitty guy. I'm a, like five, six and a half. And I throw that half out there cause every, every bit of an inch matters when you're five. <laughs> so, um, you know, growing up, I was always the shortest kid in class. Uh-huh. And I had, I did have a Marine father. So I grew up in a household that was very masculine, dominant, structured. And, um, you know, my father had us doing things like Taekwondo, boxing, mixed martial arts, since we were very young. I got my first fight. It's a true story. Crazy (laughs) enough. I got my first real fight at four years old. Um, Yeah. With an, with an older, bigger kid. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, and it just, it never stopped from there. I was involved in a lot of fights growing up, a uh, different time, but you know, as a shorter, smaller person, you have some of those insecurities kind of built in. Um, I think it's just human nature to want mm-hmm. to adapt, evolve, uh, you know, a lot of people get into bodybuilding for a lot of different reasons. But for me, there was kind of that short man, the Napoleon type complex. I was picked on a lot uh, living in Hawaii, where culturally, maybe it's changed now. I don't know. I'm not trying to offend any Hawaiians. But in the 80s, there was a cultural, it's us or them. And if you're an outsider, you were picked on. Mm -hmm. you know? And so I was subjected to, uh, you know, even racial slurs like howly, the word howly, like white boy, Mm -hmm. um, Italian, but, but it, that's just, I'm not one of them. So I was picked on and it didn't take long, you know, after being jumped a few times before you realize that it, now it's a necessity. You have to learn how to fight back. And, uh, you know, I was, I was maybe 12 when I got seriously into working out. Mm-hmm. And initially, maybe it was because I felt that I was being picked on. I wanted to be stronger, that kind of stuff. But what it really turned into was I just felt better. Yes. I, would, I would crush a workout and I would feel better. Um, and then I would start thinking about it while I was in school. And it became a lot less about I need to develop this muscle to, to get bigger so that I can fight people. It was more about just uh, an emotional feeling, a kind of a physical high. You feel the progress. You see your body changing. And so I realized that very early. And in high school, I started training people just because people were asking. They noticed. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the time I got to college, I got my books paid for because I was the strongest kid on campus, pound for pound, you know, <laughs> the University of North Carolina at Wilmington. And then I joined the military. And even though I, I joined the military for different reasons, mm-hmm. 
Um, I did join, I joined the Air Force to become a computer programmer um, for specifically for the music stuff. I wanted to create what became iTunes. I wanted to get music distributed digitally and I was able to do something really cool with Tully, you know, years later. I never gave up on that dream. Nice. Um, and the, the space was much different years later when I got out of the military. But, yep. you know, even when I was in the military, uh, focused on technology, being trained as a computer programmer, I was still very focused on fitness. Mm-hmm. I was a personal training leader, physical training leader in the Air Force. I was training people. I was writing meal plans kind of the same thing, a one strongest man on my base. And, um, you know, there was a point in time, I'm 39 now, I haven't been as active with the heavy stuff. Now mm. it's more just about conditioning and maintaining, living a healthy life. But, there you, go. you know, there was a point where I was 165 pounds and benching 405 pounds clean. You know, No bands, no straps. Yeah, just, just <laughs> clean, you know, just down, up. You know, I could do 335 pounds you know, 10 times, mm-hmm. no problem, um, you know, 225, 30 reps, NFL combine stuff, you know, um, very functionally strong as well. Good. And, uh, and I just really, I really just bought in to the fit lifestyle early. Health became not just something that I was pursuing for how I looked, but really because of how I felt right. and the passion of helping other really took place. And it never stopped. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been there, I would say, my whole life. But certainly since I was 12. I'm 39 now. So fitness has always been a part of my life. Dude, yeah. I, and that's, I love it. Yeah, and that's awesome. I love, I love – we talked the other day. And uh, what I liked about your whole backstory and what you said about you, in the, you know, getting into fitness at 12 years old and starting to lift weights was the whole feel-good aspect. I think that is, um, that is huge. And it, every – Every person that, that could be listening right now that is young, you know, 12 years old, 13 years old, and might feel, you know, self-conscious about themselves or might feel skinny or might, might be getting bullied and they want to get bigger or whatnot. Um, I still think it's very important, no matter how bad that you dislike your body or whatnot, that you should do it for the feeling of feeling good. And I think that is that is crazy to hear, especially from from you and what you're doing now, because even as a young kid, like I started because I wanted to get big, dude, like the feeling good. It felt good. But my main focus was to was to uh, get out of that small, skinny guy that I was, and um, and then that I wasn't really focused on the emotional part. That came because I found out about it, endorphins start pumping and stuff like that, and then it became mental health, um, you know, years after. But I think that's very fascinating about you, man, is that you even day one you started because it made you feel good. Yeah, you know the endorphins. I mean, just what it does for you. Um, from a hormonal perspective, from a biological, you know, uh, just from a physiological standpoint, there's the benefits are obvious, but mentally, yeah, mental standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, and when you set goals and achieve goals, you're now restructuring the inner workings of your brain, your mindset is changing because you're reaffirming to yourself I can do this. 
Hey, what's going on? Coach Matt here. So real quick, I just want to share with you all, if you're enjoying this episode, I'll be asking you maybe leave a review, uh, you know, however, however, whatever you want to say. You can leave just a five-star, one-star, two-star, whatever you want to put in there. The more reviews we can get, the more feedback we get over here at the Turn Hill Podcast so we can better improve these episodes for you. Also, too, go ahead and give Fit Strong Supplements a look. Go ahead and go over to fitstrongsupplements.com, show some love, and uh, check out the supplements. All right, here we go. Let's get back to the episode. You're building confidence. You know, it may start with a, I'm insecure. I need to do this to look a certain way, or I don't want to be bullied. I need to protect myself. But what you end up building is this inner sense of confidence and and assurance that if I set my mind to something, I can do it. Mm -hmm. And you're establishing very important characteristic traits such as discipline. Yeah. Patience. Mm-hmm. you know, consistency. And yes. that's what I love about bodybuilding. You know, when you and I spoke the other day and we talked about one of my clients, Logan mm-hmm. Franklin, mm-hmm. I've been with Logan for six years. You know, I've been Logan's manager his entire career. And FitStrong was his first supplement company. So Logan was with FitStrong for two years. And Logan was an Olympian athlete under FitStrong. And, um, and you know, Watching Logan's growth and progress, in incredible, and amazing. Logan's incredible. There's right. not many specimens built like specimens. Him. <laughs> he, he's not even a human being, right? So, <laughs> you know, genetically, he's he's extremely gifted. Um, but kind of what I was explaining, what separates Logan is Logan doesn't look the way Logan looks. People can speculate all they want to. Mm-hmm. It's not the steroids. It's not the genetic gift, okay? When I met Logan, Logan is 5'11 and a half. Logan was under 180 pounds, okay? So for everybody that thinks that Logan Franklin was just like this massive guy from day one, (laughs) he absolutely was not. I have a picture of Logan and I in the gym. I was bigger than Logan Franklin. (laughs) Who needs to hear that? Okay, right. Logan at 22 years old, um, I'm 200 pounds at 5'6", and he's 5'11 and a half, and he was like 185 or uh-huh. something, 190, okay? Right. So for everybody <laughs> listening, um, it, it wasn't that Logan was just this naturally genetic, just freak of a human being. Logan Franklin works as hard or harder than anyone I've ever seen or heard of. Um, Mm -hmm. I told you the story about, you know, this guy has a show coming up. He was like three weeks out from a show. He gets into a car accident, is all banged up. He's sending me pictures. He's like scraped up. There's skin missing. You know, he's bruised. He's limping and shit. And he goes to the gym. (laughs) Dude. Go to a body shop. He goes to the gym (laughs) working out because he can't miss that work. Like, who does this? Okay. This Logan. Is like the story of, of Arnold where his father dies and he's like, well, I guess I'm not going to make it to the funeral because right. he had, you know, a show that he, mm-hmm. that he had to train for. That's Logan Franklin. So um, it's that dedication. It's that consistency. And that doesn't happen overnight. It That's does not. not a, I, I'm going to get in shape. So I'm, I'm that consistent. No, no. Logan doesn't cheat on his meals. He doesn't get out of shape. It's a year round. It's a lifestyle. It's a pandemic. It's a having a kid. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. He didn't get knocked off track. Dude. That, 
That's, That's what crazy. bodybuilding does for you if you stay consistent. Mm-hmm. It just constantly reinstates that internal sense of discipline and consistency. And when you've been doing it long enough, it becomes second nature. So now imagine what kind of strength you have to pull from when you want to do something else. Now you want mm-hmm. to start a business. Now you want to, well, you've been training for this the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there you go. That's crazy, man. I'm glad you said that entire story, bro, because it's um, the biggest thing we have nowadays, man, is excuses, dude. Like we could blame anything on the on this, uh, you know, lockdown. You could blame stuff on whatever it is, especially when it comes down to things that you truly want, especially with your health and body. I've, you know, that's one of the biggest things that I, I've seen or have heard excuses in is whenever somebody wants to change their body um, or, you know, get healthier, get fit or go to a show or whatever. And they have all these excuses in the world or whatever, but whenever you're obsessed and, and passionate and just completely driven, determined for something, you are going to go through that journey and all the values that you're going to gather is going to leak into the rest of your life. Just like you said. So whenever you want to go, be a father you're gonna be a badass dad whenever you want to yeah. be a mother or a business owner a ceo a freaking anyone like you're gonna be badass at what you're doing because you have been creating those values dude that's awesome that you said that yeah and, and the important part is not to allow your external physical self control the way that you view yourself internally or spiritually you know i don't want to get too deep into it but don't allow your ego, don't allow the fact that you look good externally, don't allow that to override your internal values or your core beliefs. Just because you might look like that doesn't make you better than anybody else. It doesn't, you know, um, that doesn't give you a, a, a free pass to go be conceited and look down on people. And so I, you know, when I come across people that are struggling with, with that confliction, um, then I try and give them, you know, some advice, some mentorship on what it means to be humble. And, and I try to keep myself, you know, surrounded by people that are positive and, Mm -hmm. and people like Logan, just salt of the earth, just salt (laughs) of the earth people doesn't let it get get to his head you know of of course there's a certain level of confidence that comes with looking like that and oh yeah what it takes to be a champion and and you do have to every now and again you got to pat yourself on the back yeah dude logan has stayed extremely humble um he's one of many you know uh, jeremiah and another Mm -hmm. um just these are just incredible human beings who still take the time to talk to people everybody they take pictures they don't get mad. They don't get offended that, you know, they're just, they're here to help. They know that they're an inspiration to other people and the better that they look, the more people gravitate towards them. But at any time they're ready to pass on that message of positivity and humility, you know, and that's what it's really about Dude. It's just using this as a vessel, you know, um, yes. to make a difference for good. Not just the point of it's not just to look as good as you could possibly look. That's great, but I mean, everybody at some point, we're all mortal, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. this is going to deteriorate and fade. Um, so fitness can be used for a lot of things. It doesn't just have to be used for making yourself a billboard. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, that's, uh, that's a great way to word it, man. It's a great way to say everything you just said. And one thing I've been wanting to ask you, dude, is uh, 
you, fitness has been a part of your life since you were 12. Well, since even before that, man, you've been in, in just moving and being active. You've been like that your whole entire life. So I, I feel like I'm the same way. I feel like uh, life without movement is like impossible because I have to have it no matter what, you know? Um, and one thing I want to ask you is being a, a CEO and, and running all these things that you do, being a manager of athletes, celebrities, models, how important is it for you to, and, and you're, you're a father as well, right? I am. Okay. So how important is it for you to stay in tip top shape, healthy, physically and mentally while you're doing all these things at once? It's vital. It's vital. vital. You know, there was a documentary that came out on Netflix about Bill Gates not too long ago. And, you know, the entire document, it was extremely interesting. I, I took a lot out of it. But the one thing that resonated with me the most, believe it or not, was him walking through the woods behind his house um, where he says that he has to keep changing scenery and he has to keep moving to, to keep his mental acuity at its peak. Mm -hmm. And I resonate with that so much. It's why I prefer driving over flying whenever possible. It's why I can't sit still. It's why I cannot be constrained to an office. You know, I've got this beautiful office. I mean, look, I got freaking gold ceilings. And <laughs> I mean, I, man, if I showed you the whole lot, I got columns and pillars. And, um, you know, I don't like to be in an office. I don't care how nice it is or how cushy it is or right, right. I don't care. I like moving. I, when I'm on the phone, if it wasn't a Zoom call, I'd be pacing right now <laughs> while we were talking. Um, I think that staying in physical shape is of the utmost importance. But I also think keeping yourself... Uh, out of your comfort zone is equally as important, whether that means mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, you need to constantly challenge yourself. And for me, that means not being stagnant. Yep. I could live in a, you know, my house, I mean, I, you know, I live comfortably mm -hmm. in multiple homes and they're nice and that's all great. But uh, the more comfortable you get, the less inclined you are to push yourself and be uncomfortable. Right. And when you're uncomfortable, that's usually where the most, most growth happens. Mm -hmm. So if, if we were to apply this to a physical sense, the day you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm good is, is probably <laughs> the day you stop pushing yourself as hard. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So it takes that champion mentality of, I always want to keep getting better. The same can be said for your mental self. And, uh, and I believe that the physical plays into the mental. If you're oh, dude. eating properly, you're managing your gut health. You know, I'm about to be 40 years old. I mean, I keep my body fat percentage low. I don't diet. Mm -hmm. No, I just try to eat healthy. Yeah. I eat as clean as, but it's, it's maintainable. There's a balance between being happy, being healthy. You know, I'm pushing myself hard enough physically to still make progress. Right. But I'm trying to keep everything in balance, all of it. It has to be balanced. I have to still set goals that are past where I am now. And, and it all has to work together. You need a good home life. You need a good family life. You have to have friends that are positive. You have to have goals that are attainable. You have to allow yourself to eat at a way that you can maintain. You know, it's unrealistic everyone to eat like a Logan Franklin he's built his life into you know a, a, he's at a position now where he can be a machine and that's his life 
Not everybody can do that. Right. You got to take the first step and you got to start doing it and then you got to keep doing it. And, and then it all, it all intertwines and it all works together. But I don't think you can, you can perform at your peak potential mentally if you're not taking care of yourself physically. And I don't think you can perform physically if you're not taking care of yourself mentally and emotionally. And, you know, I don't want to sway anybody either way, but spiritually, I think we all need to pay attention to ourselves spiritually as well and, and really feed that and, and nurture that. So it's just really just paying attention to everything as yeah. much as you can, you know, all the way around, man, all the way around. That is one thing I love that you said, man, is, uh, is, you know, you got to constantly be challenging yourself. And I think that is so important because you do. And that's one thing that fitness has always done for me is any workout you go into, uh, no matter how conditioned you are, something that could be, that is, everyone's going to have a struggle point. And once you push yourself to the struggle point and get past that, dude, like the challenge, like you're going to be progressing and progressing and progressing always and forever. So even if right now your deadlift is one, a hundred pounds, but that is hard for you and you're coming up and you're challenging yourself that you're going to progress. And that to me is incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You just keep pushing that line. And, and I would caution people, you know, you push that line while maintaining uh, a sense of overall health. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't recommend anybody go out and do anything that's unhealthy to achieve their goals, whether it's mentally or physically. Right. Don't go, you know, sacrifice yourself. Don't be a martyr. Mm -hmm. um, I know that a lot of people are struggling, struggling financially right now. You know, one thing that, that people may or may not know about me is I own a lot of businesses outside of the fitness space. Right. When March happened uh, and, and the entire country got shut down, I had 13 brick and mortar companies close. Okay. Running one business is stressful enough. And, and I don't just own 13 companies. I had 13 brick and mortar companies mm -hmm. close. Right. And your knee jerk reaction is to panic. Mm -hmm. It was very uncertain. I mean, it's still uncertain. We're still right. dealing with this, right? right? Right. So I can sympathize with anyone that panics when things get tough financially and the knee jerk reaction might be, to compromise yourself in some way to get yourself out of that panic because you're in fight or flight and you're like, my number one priority, my immediate priority is to get this taken care of so that I can relax. Right. Unfortunately, when you compromise yourself, you create other problems. It's mm -hmm. all cause and effect. You're creating ripples. You might resolve this one thing temporarily, but you're creating new problems for yourself, either right now or for the future. And this, this is very apparent in bodybuilding when you see people do very unhealthy things to achieve mm -hmm. their very short-term goals. Wow. And yeah, you may achieve that goal right now, but you're creating future problems for yourself, you know? Um, sometimes irreversible. And as we've seen with a lot of bodybuilders now, sometimes permanent yep. such as death or mm -hmm. surgery. Now they, you know, they lifted too heavy for too long. Now they can't walk right. they need replacements. They have spinal mm -hmm. issues. So um, it's all the same. It's all the same. Same can be said for 
relationships, same mm-hmm. can be said for business or work or just your mental health. Um, so the same principles that you apply in any one facet of your life should be applied to all of them. And, uh, and that's it, man. I think it's all about balance and just staying healthy and creating a path for yourself that's maintainable short and long-term and setting goals that are realistic and just continuing to push the bar as you move through it, but with realistic expectations and healthy expectations, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, don't, don't sell yourself short, man. And don't sell your soul for anything. <laughs> not for money, not, not for nothing. Don't do it. Dang, dude. What a, that's such a, uh, what a way to put it, man. What a way to put it. It's cool talking to you because uh, you have the, the view on so many different things. Like you have the view of being, uh, you know, bullied as a kid uh, and wanting to, to fix that. And then you have the, the view of, of going into fitness with the feeling to feel good, not just really focusing on the physical out, you know, portion. You got the view of creating your own supplement line. You have the view of all these amazing things. So for everyone listening right now, you know, you just listen to someone that has a lot of experience and a lot of different things. And whenever someone has what I have learned so far talking to so many amazing people is whenever you find someone that has so much experience in different things, it's time for you to, to put that, that wall down or that pride wall, whatever you got going on and, and open up and listen and absorb that because it is, um, it's something, it's something else whenever you experience it, but it's also something else whenever you jump into someone else's life and learn from those lessons. But overall, like health, mental health, working on yourself, taking care of yourself and doing what you love, what you're passionate about and helping people, trying to help and inspire people. To me, that will always be like the best thing to do. It's a gift that keeps giving. You know, there's a lot of things that I've done in my life, a lot of mentoring that's happened that no one will ever know about aside from me and that one person. Mm -hmm. And I don't need the, the, you know, the accolades. I don't, I don't need the gratification I don't need people to know what happened in those situations. I won't talk about them. You know, that's for me and that person. But th- that's the gift that keeps on giving. You know, that's the you rewarding your soul. Yeah. Nurturing uh, your inner self is when you help other people. Mm-hmm. You're giving. I think people need to give more. Dude. Stop being so internalized. Mm-hmm. Um us speaking right now this is not for me (laughs) this is not for my ego um honestly man i love getting to share my story for the for the chance that i might help one person (laughs) same person hears this and they're like oh that's what i needed to hear yep that resonated i needed that boom it was worth my time (laughs) you know what i mean if i don't sell one bottle of supplements (laughs) I don't care. It really doesn't matter. Uh-huh. That is the honest to God truth. And I hope that everybody that listens takes one thing from this and that it's after you've taken care of yourself, which you need to, we all need to take care of ourselves. We need to love ourselves. We need to forgive ourselves. Once you've done that and you've gotten yourself to a point of peace, whatever that means to you, balance, help other people 
help other people. Once you get to the point where you feel good, share that, make somebody mm -hmm. else feel good, help them feel good. Man, if we all did that, this world would be a much happier place. Dude, absolutely. Absolutely, man. And that's, that's exactly what we do here, man. That's exactly why we bring on some amazing people like yourself, bro, because we're trying to inspire people to simply believe in themselves. And once that happens, they just inspire other people to believe in themselves. And it's just a domino effect, domino effect. But dude, I feel like I could talk to you forever. And I'm pretty sure all the listeners right now are like, dude, I wish this could just keep going, keep going, keep going. But uh, to, to go ahead and, and end this episode, man, for anyone who uh, is wondering like how to reach out to you or if they have any questions or they want to say thank you, man, because you, your message was like powerful. Where's the best place for someone to kind of maybe get in contact with you to, to simply do those things? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm on uh, all the platforms. I, I, sometimes I take my social media off the radar. I'll disable my Facebook or my Instagram um, just for peace of mind. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, of course, my business accounts always stay open. Uh, Fit Strong Supps at Instagram is always up. Fit Strong Supplements on Facebook is always up. But me personally, it's Joseph, J-O-S-E-P-H, Fazio, F-A-Z-I-O, at Instagram is there. Anybody can DM me anytime. I have no unread messages in my inbox ever because I will respond to every single one. Um, it's my name, joseph.fazio at gmail.com is my email. And, you know, look, reach out for anything. Uh, if I can help, I will. If I can't, I'll try and point you in the right direction. But don't be shy. Don't ever feel like you're alone. And like I said, make sure you take care of yourself. It's nobody else's responsibility to take care of us. I don't look to anyone else to make myself feel better about myself self worth is exactly that mm -hmm. itself so i challenge everybody that's your first challenge is to look at yourself in the mirror stare at yourself in the eyes and uh, analyze yourself do a health check and say am i happy and if you're not start taking steps to get to the point where you can look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself am i happy and then say yes i am and if you're missing whatever it is, try helping somebody. I think you'll feel happier. Give. Yep. Give and then ask yourself that question. And keep going through these steps. And so that's a part of it, right? So here I am telling everybody, you know, at Joseph Fazio on Instagram, reach out. And, uh, and hopefully I can help you in some way get to that point where you feel a little better about yourself. And, and then you can do that for somebody else. <laughs> dude powerful man powerful what a way to hear from you to to, to give someone just that <clears throat> that umph dude just like that that power inside them to to take this the first steps bro it, it's been incredible talking to you man I'm, I'm pretty sure everyone out there listening is like wow this has been crazy but for everyone out there right now listening if you've grabbed any sort of value um and you've maybe connected with joseph uh, all we ask is you simply share it out to your instagram maybe tag one of us uh send it to your best friend gym buddy your mom your dad you know your business owner somebody the more people we can get to listening to these episodes y'all the more lives we can all change together but as usual, y'all here on the Train Hard Live Sean podcast, I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Joseph Fazio. And as usual, y'all, get out there, train hard, and live strong. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye.
You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.